The Earth Sanctuary 500-Year Plan, Designing with Nature Hi, I'm Chuck Pettis, spiritual land artist, owner, and creator of Earth Sanctuary. Today I'd like to tell you about the Earth Sanctuary 500-Year Plan to create an old-growth forest. I've been in the marketing and branding business my entire career. I've done many branding projects with nonprofit environmental organizations to help them protect the environment for future generations. Rather than worry about all of Earth's environmental problems that I have no control over, I decided to take personal responsibility to enhance biodiversity by creating and executing a 500-year plan to create an old-growth forest, while at the same time creating inspiring and unique artworks for personal renewal and spiritual growth. Right after I purchased the 72-acre Earth Sanctuary property, I assembled a world-class team of experts in ecology, restoration, landscape design, forest planners, and feng shui. The goals of the 500-year plan include use an exemplary and comprehensive ecological design process, create a nature reserve with maximum wildlife diversity and population, restore the land to mature old-growth forests with minimum impact to the environment, benefit the local community economically and ecologically, protect the wetlands. At our sanctuary, I wanted to design with nature. When I did research on how to do this, I couldn't find any how-to resources. So my team developed an ecosystem-based approach for ecological design and development, i.e., let the land speak to us and tell us what to do to truly design with nature. Here is the methodology we used. One, conduct baseline ecosystem surveys of existing conditions, including wetlands, streams, vegetation, fish and wildlife, and the environmental regulatory landscape. Two, conduct a reference ecosystem survey of South Whidbey State Park, the only old-growth forest still intact on Whidbey Island, to serve as the basis for ecological restoration design and landscaping. Three, develop the Geographic Information System, GIS, map of the ponds, streams, and wetlands for design visualization, data management, and environmental education. Four, develop the ecological restoration design, based on the Baseline Ecosystem Survey and Reference Ecosystem Survey, and five, design of site roads and paths. We developed separate plans for riparian vegetation restoration around the three ponds, native plant restoration, and forest restoration. To date, we have planted over 15,000 native plants, over 80 species. In 2000, there were five species of trees on the property. Since then, we have planted 3,250 trees, 35 species. When we started planting, we found that due to three months of no rain in the summer, a watering system was needed, so we installed a one-half-mile water line and a drip irrigation system. The rabbits and deer immediately started eating all the new plants, so we had to install fencing. We did tests and found that microgrove from fungi perfecti under the newly planted trees and plants greatly extends and enhances tree and plant nutrient-gathering abilities and also helps protect the trees and plants from disease. Then beavers arrived, and they started eating new western red cedars around the ponds. I would come down a trail and see a stump where yesterday was a beautiful eight-foot-high western red cedar, so fencing was needed. We started with two-foot fences, but quickly found that beavers are actually three feet long, and so tall fences were needed. Then the beavers started plugging up the weirs, the water control structures, with culvert pipes between the ponds. Beavers are programmed to stop the sound of running water. That's why they make dams. Do you know how difficult it is to unplug a culvert pipe that a beaver has skillfully plugged? 
So we started to do research into beaver deceivers, ultimately ending up with the state-of-the-art in beaver deception technology, the Clemson beaver deceiver. The Clemson beaver deceiver consists of a white plumbing pipe with holes, surrounded by a three-foot-in-diameter fence to keep the beavers from plugging up the holes. The pipe extends out into the pond underwater and is held up by a float. It works great. Oh, and the blackberries. When I first got to Earth Sanctuary, you needed a machete to go anywhere. The property was completely overgrown, mainly with acres and acres of blackberries. We started removing them by hand, then moved to hedge trimmers, weed eaters, and a munching machine that turns blackberries into mulch. Note, the blackberries grow back unless you remove the root balls or regularly cut them back with a lawnmower. As you walk around Earth Sanctuary, know that we are combining the state-of-the-art and ecological restoration with art and spirit to create a peaceful and magical place for your personal enjoyment, healing, and blessing. Your visitor fees enable me to keep Earth Sanctuary open to the public and also pay for our ongoing tree planting and maintenance. Thank you for your support.